welcome to Thinks Out Loud, internet marketing expertise your business needs. I'm Tim Peter. Well, hello again, everyone, and welcome back to Thinks Out Loud, your source for all the digital marketing expertise your business needs. My name is Tim Peter. This is episode 310 of The Big Show, and thank you so much for tuning in. I very, very much appreciate it. You know, there's a reason I call this show Thinks Out Loud, (laughs) because sometimes I'm thinking out loud, Um, and and this one is going to be a little more thinking out loud than normal, but there's a really cool reason for that, a really important reason for that. And that's because this one's about a big topic. This is about four big trends that you need to be thinking about, need to be aware of as we head into 2021. And it's going to be a little bit of a mix of the practical and the philosophical. Now, the philosophical, because we're living through a really weird time, and that doesn't look like it's going to change, at least for part of the year right? And practical because you got to live with this. I, I can't just tell you, hey, here's some big theory and good luck with that. So I want to have you think about this in terms of what you do about it. Now that tends to be true every episode, but it's particularly true when we talk about four big trends that you're going to be facing as you head into 2021, as, you fa- as we head into next year. So let's talk about what the four trends are, and then I'm going to go into a little bit of detail about each of them. The first is that we should expect that we're facing a predictably unpredictable economy in 2021. The second is the acceleration of digital adoption and that it is never going back. The third is that the ground is shifting under the Frightful Five. And the fourth is that your customers want you to be more digital and more human. So let's talk about each of these a little bit. First, I said we're looking at a predictably unpredictable economy. The economy is going to be a bit of a mess, at least through the first half of the year. Possibly longer, but it's going to be a bit of a mess. We are still living through what economists refer to as a K-shaped recovery. Some folks are doing well, and some people are still struggling and likely will be for a while. This isn't a normal economic recovery where everybody's doing better and a rising tide lifts all boats and probably won't be at least until the vaccine is in place. Work from home might be the new normal forever, at least for some significant chunk of the economy. At the same time, some companies will absolutely require employees to come back in. In fact, two-thirds of jobs, I've talked about this a couple times in recent episodes, two-thirds of jobs in the United States and more or less around the world require people in the workplace even now just because of the nature of the job, you know. Nurses, firefighters, grocery store employees, uh, people like that. But if we take it as a given that some percentage of people won't go back to work in the workplace, will continue to work from home, that's going to have massive downstream 
and evolving impacts on the broader economy. Just as a for instance, there was a story in the Wall Street Journal that talked about um, an analyst report that said, quote, this month painted a gloomy picture of mass transit in 2021, saying ridership would likely only grow about 30% above this year's depressed levels. It also said the rise of remote working and changing travel patterns could cause permanent ridership declines. So that's huge, huge differences. Uh, Jerome Powell, who's the chairman of the Fed, said, quote, we're recovering, but to a different economy, unquote. The, the economy we've taken for granted is going to evolve over the next year or two or three. One of my long-standing rules of looking at trends is focusing on what won't change. And the economy is going to change a lot. It's also going to be incredibly meaningful to what happens to your business in 2021. So you can't talk about next year and not talk about the economy, even though it's by definition going to change. There will be, even if the economy goes through rough patches, probably for the first half of the year, certainly the first quarter, there absolutely will be pockets of optimism. As I've talked about for the last handful of episodes, digital is booming. And I'm going to talk about that more in a minute. But it's clear that the biggest prediction you should be making about the economy, the biggest prediction you should make about the economy, is that it will remain unpredictable for at least a chunk of 2021. And you need to be prepared for that. Now, the next big trend and the next thing that is predictable is that digital adoption will continue to accelerate. It's never going back. Now, I've done literally the past couple of episodes about this very topic, so I'm not going to belabor this point much other than to say, you know, that we've already been seeing this huge shift to digital. Uh, There's some recent stats that are worth noting. Thanksgiving online sales were up almost 22%. Black Friday was up about 22% as well. Shopify, who powers e-commerce for many small businesses, saw a 75% lift year on year. That's amazing. By the way, two-thirds of those purchases were made on mobile phones on Shopify's data, about half on the broader data. Now, remember, this is even with people hunkered down ostensibly at home. They're using their mobile phones. So that's a clear sign that people are increasingly comfortable buying online and increasingly comfortable buying on mobile. Another really, really good piece of news embedded in Shopify's data, it's a small piece of data, but it's good, was that average cart order was 11% higher year on year. So that's a little pocket of optimism, like I was talking about. And all of those are clear indicators that we live online now. We just do, your customers do. And there's no sign that they're going to go back. We're seeing lots of signs that these behaviors are if not permanent, certainly, again, to use the rules of focusing on what won't change, 
not likely to change soon. The third big trend is that the ground is starting to shift under the Frightful Five. Now, let's be really clear. Big tech is in a great position to keep winning. Amazon, Facebook, Google, Amazon, Microsoft, uh, excuse me, Apple, Microsoft, they're in really great shape. Uh, there was an amazing statistic, again, in the Wall Street Journal that showed from the start of 2020 through the end of October, Amazon added 400,000 workers, the overwhelming majority in its e-commerce distribution system, including warehouses and delivery. Uh, this is, again, from the Wall Street Journal. That's the equivalent of the entire workforce of Home Depot. <laughs> right? That's nuts. The big, the, the frightful five big tech firms have invested big time in these trends that I'm talking about in digital adoption and things like that. I've talked about how they have a secret plan to keep winning, and I'll, I'll link to that in the show notes. At the same time, they're really starting to see the ground beneath their feet shift in a big way. They're subject to a lot more scrutiny. And especially if the K-shaped recovery continues and continues to harm some parts of the economy, you know, small business owners, local employment, etc., they're going to face a lot more scrutiny. And I'm going to come back to that in a second. But that's a big change. I talked about this, oh, a few months back, that you are not destined to lose to the Frightful Five. And the data supports that. Look at the Shopify data. Customers buying on Shopify grew faster than the overall digital growth. Digital growth was up 22%. Shopify's was up 75%. Look at people like Airbnb and DoorDash who have recently filed to go public. They're banking that they can be a better option than the big guys because, you know, DoorDash is set up to deliver things to you today, right now, from people right around you. Airbnb thinks they're a better option of places you can find a place to stay than the big, you know, Booking.com and Expedia. They are banking on the fact that they are not destined to lose. And you can too. You just can't sit on the sidelines and expect the game's going to come to you. You have to get in the game in a big way. Now, the last big trend that we need to talk about is that customers want you to be more digital. And they want you to be more human. Obviously, I just talked about how we're starting to see a big tech backlash uh, retail Dive, though, has this great data about what the pandemic has cemented about Gen Z. I mentioned this last week in, uh, not last week, in the last episode, about how millennials and Gen Z's behaviors have been shaped by repeated crises. They're used to a world where things are continually changing and where they interact with their friends and family using digital all the time. We've also seen that people have gone months without face-to-face -face and they're hungry for going back to face-to-face. -to -face. They're hungry for the opportunity to be in person with people when they want to be 
and digital when they want to be. It's not either or, it is digital and face-to-face. People want to use digital more, but they also are increasingly concerned about privacy and trust. Think about how big tech is getting a big look by regulators around privacy. Think about how people are looking for, as I referred to a few weeks back, trusted gatekeepers. This all is this idea of we need and we crave human connection as well as digital convenience. They go hand in hand and they're going to be crucial to 2021 and I'm going to say 2030 and I'm going to say probably 2040. (laughs) I don't know that for sure because that's a long way from now, but it seems pretty likely that that's something we're going to see a lot more of. So as I said at the start of the show, what you have to have some practicality here. I mean, these are huge trends that matter a lot. But what do you do about it? Over the next handful of episodes and the next handful of months, I'm going to give you lots of ideas of what you can do. But for today, I want to focus on two specifically. One I've talked about a lot in, oh gosh, episodes going back as far as the beginning of this show that you must focus on your content. Your customers seek answers to their questions. They're using search at levels we've never seen before. But what search means is continuing to shift. You know, organic search results are getting pushed further down the page. People are looking for things with more local intent, especially when they're on their phone. So your updates to your Google My Business listing, if you have a physical location, become more important. The the possibility of requiring an app if you're more of an enterprise-level company becomes important for bringing people directly to your content. We know that social continues to be huge because we know that people are looking for insights from their friends and family and fans and followers out there on social. We know that user-generated content is going to be huge. As I talked about in an episode called Is Content is King Dead? Because again, it comes back to this idea of trusted gatekeepers. I don't just want your content. I want content from people I trust. And there's nobody your customers trust more than their friends or their family. But it all still means your content must answer your customers' questions, whether it's content you create or whether it's content your customers create for other potential customers. So the first thing you must focus on for 2021 is how do you have the content that you need to answer your customers' questions? And then the second big adaptation you must make is that you must get more agile. Change isn't slowing down. There is no new normal. We know that. As I said before, you want to focus on things that won't change? Well, change ain't changing, (laughs) right? So you have to work on how do you become more agile and more responsive. And that means thinking about, do we have the people in place and the processes in place and the platforms in place that allow us to adapt quickly when it's appropriate to, quickly to the changing 
questions our customers ask. Can we get content put together fast enough? Can we shift people to the right channel quickly enough? And by right, I mean right for their needs, not just yours. Are we thinking about how to make digital supportive of their journey, of our customer's journey, regardless of whether they want to transact with us online or face-to-face? How do we support them properly at each each stage of that journey in a way that the handoff between digital and face-to-face or vice versa works seamlessly? So that's what you need to be thinking about as you head into 2021. You need to be thinking about the fact that we're going to face a predictably unpredictable economy, that digital adoption is accelerating and is never going back, that the ground is shifting under the feet of the frightful five, which creates opportunities for you to succeed as long as you listen to your customers and both become more digital and more human. If you can manage to do that, that's what's going to set you up for a great 2021. It's also what's going to set you up for a great 2022 and a great 2023 and a great 2024. As the old saying goes, the best way to predict the future is to create it. And if these are the trends that you're facing, it's just a question of what future do you want to create? All right, I told you this was going to be a long one, didn't I? But looking at the clock on the wall, we really are out of time for this week. I do want to remind you that you can find the show notes for today's episode, as well as an archive of all 310 past episodes of Things Out Loud by going to timpeter.com slash podcast. Again, that's timpeter.com slash podcast. Just look for episode 310. You can click on the subscribe link in any of the episodes that you find on timpeter.com slash podcast to have Things Out Loud delivered to your favorite podcatcher every single week. You can also find Things Out Loud on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, Overcasts, wherever fine podcasts are found. Just do a search for Tim Peter Thinks, Tim Peter Thinks Out Loud, or Thinks Out Loud. We should show up for any of those. And while you're there, I would very much appreciate it if you could provide a positive rating or review for the show. It helps us show up better in their search engines. It helps those services surface us to more people. And it helps new listeners understand what the show is all about. It means a ton to me, and I would really appreciate that. You can also find Thinks Out Loud on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash timpeterassociates. You can find us on LinkedIn by going to linkedin.com slash timpeterassociates. And you can find me on Twitter using the Twitter handle at tcpeter. You can also email me by sending an email to podcast at timpeter.com. Again, that's podcast at timpeter.com. As ever, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Solo Segment. Solo Segment uses machine learning, natural language processing, and anonymous behavioral data to connect your website visitors with the content they need to help them accomplish their goals. Solo Segment does this in a way that protects customer privacy using anonymous data. 
they get that most of the people who come to your site don't want you to know who they are and that you don't need to know who they are to give them a positive experience and lead them to a conversion. You definitely should check them out. I'm a big fan. I work really closely with them. All you need to do is go to solosegment.com. Again, that's solosegment.com. Now, all that said, I want to again say thank you so much for tuning in every single week. I, I would not do this show without you. It means so much to me that you tune in every week, and it just makes it a lot of fun for me. So thank you very much from the bottom of my heart there. I hope you have a great rest of the week, a wonderful weekend ahead, and I will look forward to talking with you here on Things Out Loud next time. Until then, please be well, be safe, and as ever, take care, everybody. Thank you.